Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is another Anchor Edition. But before I go any further, it's the Nez! Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? I'm kind of over my cold. It's still lingering around, but I sound better than I did. If you guys listened to the last uh, uh, 12 random days of Christmas, that's when it was really starting to hit me. I didn't, my voice didn't go yet, but the next day after we recorded Night of the Comet, I was, uh, but I soldiered through it. I had one crappy day, and then luckily I took that day off, and then I just soldiered through work. But it's still there. I sound better than I do, so we're gonna crank this out one for you. Keep it a uh, holiday themed. We haven't been, but we haven't been on anchor for a while, so here we are. All right, I found a list on yardbarker.com. Uh, says the 25 best Christmas movies that aren't technically Christmas movies. Have we? I know we've had discussions, we've but have talked we ever, about it? But I don't, we, we never, haven't done like a list. Okay, well, all right, that's why it's on anchor, everyone. All right, I'm gonna start off with this first one. I'm just going down the list. Uh, I have no idea what this movie is. I guess I should pull up something else so I can read a synopsis about it. But this is a film called The Thin Man. Have you heard about this one? I haven't. Uh, I guess as we talk, obviously, I'm going to need to pull stuff up, too. So I will do that. 1934. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't see it. Former detective Nick Charles and his wealthy wife, Nora, investigate a murder case mostly for the fun of it. Dashiell Hammett. I assume this is during the holiday season. So, but yeah, I don't know who any of these people are. You don't know uh, William Powell or Myrna Loy? No. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw him in other things, maybe. But this was directed by W.S. Van Dyke. Um, yeah, they did a whole I, series. It's followed by After the Thin Man and another Thin Man. Yeah, see everyone. I have no idea. I never even heard of this this film. I'm trying to Mr. see. Mr. and Mrs. Thin Man have a baby. Whoa! Well, what does it say? If this is the first one, or I think so. Oh, Shadow of the Thin Man. The Thin Man goes home. Song of the Thin Man. Hmm. There's well, like uh, it's like it's completely a whole series. <laughs> okay, with William well, Powell and Colonel Loy. <laughs> it says uh, the first edition. Of, I guess is the first and the first edition of the Thin Man, which is such a hit that it led into five sequels. Damn, was a Christmas story. The plot goes. The plot gets started with Nick and Nora Charles leave San Francisco. Yeah, Bay uh, yeah. to spend Christmas in New York, where Nick's convinced to come. Uh, to come out to uh, is convinced to come out of retirement and find his old missing client. And like the best Christmas holidays, they spend most of their time drinking cocktails and shooting uh, decorations with their air gun. There's also a classic holiday dinner party and at the, and it ends with a murder reveal and a skeletonized corpse. Hmm. I might have to find this one. This one sounds yeah, all right. Yeah, it sounds good because I'm looking at the people reviews too, which I don't always trust. But uh, it says one of the booziest films in history puts modern <laughs> movies to shame. Great fun. All right. Well, we'll have to search That's around funny. for this one. <laughs> but all right. Um, moving on to... Hey, what the hell is this? Oh, you. Well, you've got mail. <laughs> That's. Uh, I just typed oh, in. Yeah. You, I typed in. You got mail. So uh, this is a, this is uh, the classic Tom Hanks film that came out in. Or Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan film came out in uh, 1998. I've seen this once. I have no idea what this film was about because I get this one can confuse with um. Good. Uh, the other one. Damn it! 
Sleepless in Seattle? Yeah, Sleepless in Seattle. I get that one confused. Uh, what's a Christmas? Uh, what says Christmas more than shopping for gifts, especially at Fox Fox Books, a giant bookstore that's slowly crushing the shop around the corner under its corporate heel as in You Got Mail. But before the store goes under, there's a lovely scene where Meg Ryan uh, decorates the tree in her. OK, I remember that. And a store while listening to Joni Mitchell's River as she's writing an email to Tom Hanks. All right. Um, I remember this film. Again, I get it confused with Sleepless in Seattle, which is an awesome film. If you guys haven't seen that, definitely check it out. But uh, I assume this takes uh, place during the holiday season. Um, I've never been to New York during the holiday season, but I have seen. No, I don't think that tree is up yet when I'm there. I know the ice rink is going when I'm there, usually around Comic Con, New York Comic Con. But have you seen this one? If I, I saw it a long time ago, probably when it came out. Yep, I've seen it a bunch. I actually saw it in theaters all the way back then. As crazy as that is. No, I think I saw it. We uh, rented it, but yeah, um, you've got mail. Check it out if you guys haven't seen it. From what I remember, I did enjoy it. I don't think yeah, it was one good. that I don't think it was one that I hated. All right. No, it's good. Uh, it it I, yeah, I'd recommend it now. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to uh, an old school one again. This is a film, I believe this is Jack Lemmon, looks like it. And this is The Apartment. Uh, let me see. A-R-T-M. A- a- 1960. Yeah, Jack Lemmon. Um, Billy Wilder's Best Picture winning classic, The Apartment, all takes place around Christmas. Jack Lemmon tries to climb the corporate ladder by following executives by his at his company to use his apartment for trysts. I don't know how to say that. But when it falls apart after the company Christmas party, when his work crush uh, attempts suicide and ends, ends up passed out in his bed, they fall in love while... She recuperates and finally gets together on New Year's Eve after she mistakenly thinks he's popping champagne cork is actually a suicide attempt. Whoa, this sounds kind of dark. <laughs> Look, you have to you you can have suicides in a Christmas movie as long as they don't succeed. Well, spoiler alert, but hmm, this one sounds interesting. I like I like Jack Lemon. I've seen a lot of his when he's older, Jack Lemon, but I can't remember if I've seen any of his. Uh, black and white films but have you seen this one i haven't don't know this one all right um yeah the apartment i'll have to check it out this next one we did mention hopefully we can get to it uh this is the film that came out in 2013 part of the mcu gang uh this is iron man 3 that's right i do not remember this one at all (laughs) wow i think i think i've seen this once so that's probably why I don't really remember uh, any of it. But um, yeah, definitely. What do you remember? Well, let me read this. Uh, Shane Black uh, has a theory that every movie can be a Christmas w- movie inside inside it, and that also applies to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So in Iron Man three, when Tony Stark is testing out a new Iron Man suit, of course, the scene is set to Jingle Bells, the Bombay dub orchestra remix. Halfway through the movie, Iron Man gets separated from everyone he loves. And as the screenwriter says, loneliness is a heightened at Christmas. Stark even uh, befriends a kid who is a little like a young version of himself, given their scenes, a ghost of Christmas past quality. After all, it's Tony Stark, just uh, Evan, just Ebenezer Scrooge with better tech and a drinking problem. Again, I don't remember this movie. What? What? I don't remember who he was fighting in this one. It was um, what's his name? Uh, ran, we ran into him at Comic Con, and he didn't want to uh, deal with us. He was uh, oh, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce, yeah. Guy right. Pierce is uh, has the. Uh, uh, the thing, the uh, uh, infernus kind of thing. Remember, he face kind of uh, goes a little fiery, kind of. I, dude, I swear I don't remember this movie at all. 
Maybe yeah, as no, I watch it's, it's worth a rewatch for sure. Maybe as I watch it, I'll, I'll remember. Huh? But yeah, right now, I, pff, yeah. I don't remember. But all right, yeah, Iron Man three. Moving down the list. Speaking of Guy Pierce, we're gonna come at you with the 1997 film L.A. Confidential. One of the uh, inciting incidents of L.A. Confidential comes from Bloody Christmas when the drunk cops beat up a bunch of prisoners during the drunken Christmas party. Kevin Spacey's character, Boo uh, Jack uh, Vincent, not only throws some punches during the brawl, but he is also bust. He also busts some young actors for marijuana possession on Christmas Eve. Uh, eliminated by lights, a nearby movie premiere, you know, one of the normal Christmas Eve premieres, the film shows that even nice cops can can be naughty inside uh, inside and might get coal in their stockings on the bullet in their backs. But if you know me, it's hush, hush. If you guys remember the one of the taglines in that film. But uh, this movie was awesome. This is the movie I wanted to win Best Picture that year. I can't remember what won, but this was it was one of those ones that when I started watching like every – Best Picture film. Uh, this was playing at GSR in that theater down in the, the lower level. <laughs> Excuse me. So I was like, all right. I mean, I know who Guy Pierce is and uh, Kevin Spacey and what was it? Kim Basinger, I think. I think she won Academy Award for this. So I went right. and saw it. I had no idea that it was going to be this big crime uh, detective adventure film or that was going on in L.A. But, man, this movie was awesome. Uh, I loved it. Did you see this one in the theater? I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it after, um, you know, up my alley as far as like the crime mystery stuff goes. So, yeah, I definitely in on that one. <laughs> I don't remember any Christmas themes in it, but I haven't seen this movie uh, in a while. So I'm going to have to definitely uh, rewatch it. I have. Yeah, it that's. That's it's definitely a stretch because, like you described, the whole uh, prisoner beatdown thing was like a Christmas thing. So, yeah, I remember that part. These are movies. These are movies that take place during the holiday season. But all right, uh, moving down. This is a film that came out in 1975, and uh, this is Three Doors, Three Days of the Condor. Stars Robert Redford, Dave Faye Dunaway, Cliff Robertson, Max von Sydow, and a bunch of other people. Quentin Tarantino's new Beverly Theater in Los Angeles often schedules an unconventional holiday double feature on Christmas showing Die Hard and Three Days of the Condor. Ooh, I'm going to have to do that one year. Uh, Back to back. Christmas is all over and Robert Redford, Faye Dunaway, paranoid thriller with Carol's. On the sound, excuse me, on the soundtrack and Christmas decorations all around, the Christmas songs underscore Redford's melancholy and loneliness when he's reporting the inexecutable murder of his colleagues. Uh, there's Good King Wenzel's in the background, even when Redford escapes at the end. Spoiler alert! A miserable Santa stands nearby, ringing a bell. A mournful God rest ye merry gentlemen. Underscores the scene and Redford ponders whether he believes in God, gentlemen, or rest anymore. But, hmm, I'll have to check this one. I never even heard of this film. Have you? Yeah, we actually talked about it uh, a while back. It's been a while now, but uh, this is when I mentioned how I was like, it just feels of a different era when they make this film. Um, like, I get what they're doing, but it was hard for me to just appreciate, like I probably could have more had I found it earlier, but as a film from 1975, like, I don't know, there were things in it that I felt were like actually kind of clumsy, but it was just like, kind of like that was like old Hollywood, you know? So, all right. Hmm. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I'm, I'm sure I can find it somewhere. I like Robert Redford. Uh, he's in AMCU. Who was he? He was um, one of the military guys. Yeah, part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. All right, this one. I mean, this is my number one film, but I don't know what number it is here. I'm just going down the list, everyone. But this is the 1988 action holiday classic Die Hard. Do we need to go into it? No, because everybody knows what Die Hard is. Uh, did you see this in the theater? 
No, but after, you know, plenty, obviously. And yeah, I've told this story before. I told this story before when we when I seen this, we went and seen something else, and then we snuck in to see another movie because uh, D uh, Darren, rest in peace, brother, I love you and I miss you. Uh, he's like, hey man, let's go see Die Hard. What's that about? I don't know, Bruce Willis. I was like, okay, whatever. So we went and saw it. Oh man, see that's how awesome this movie was because I do not remember what we went to see initially, which we what we paid to see. But we walked in and and saw this one. But man, Die Hard's awesome. I love it. Yep. Ah, so don't need to go dive into that one. This one I've seen once, and I remember liking it. But this is the 1996 film, A Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, Gina Davis plays an asthmatic housewife, and uh, the Long Kiss Goodnight who discovers she's actually a CIA assassin after getting into a car accident on Christmas time. Uh, in the movie's multiple conclusions, reverse uh, amnesia instead of giving you the C- CTE. With the help of Samuel L. Jackson, she diverts to the villain's evil plan and detonates a chemical bomb. Detonates a chemical bomb in the Niagara Falls during Christmas parade to blame Islamic terrorists. And do, the only part I remember in this film was the accident when she's driving down that snowy road and that deer. Uh, she hits and then flies into the windshield and it and it's still alive and then it, she kind of ah veers off and crashes. That's the only part I remember in this film. This was directed by um, Rennie Harlan. He also directed uh, Die Hard Two and was it Cliffhanger and some other crazy action films. Oh, he did I think Nightmare on Elm Street Four. I don't know. I think it, those movies went garbage after Dream Warriors. But Long Kiss Goodnight. I first saw this one at work. Somebody brought it to work, and uh, we watched it on, like, on VHS. Right. Did you see this one? No. Definitely VHS times for this one. And then uh, revisited during the streaming era. And, uh, yeah, it's all right, but uh, I wouldn't highly recommend it. It's okay. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm going to have to check it out again. All right. Yeah, moving on to this one. The 1984 classic Gremlins all took place during uh, Christmas time, during the holidays. I assume, I guess it led up to Christmas by the end of the film, but uh, it's Gremlins. We all all know what it is. I know a lot of people love Gremlins 2, the new batch. I don't think I've seen that movie straight through. I think I've seen like (laughs) bits here bits there but pieced it all right. together the first time I seen it was when we went to the drive-in uh, we went and seen something else and that was playing over on the next screen but we were just hanging out and partying and trying to get at chicks but gremlins was playing in the background I remember we were all by the snack bar because uh, a lot of my friends worked at the drive-in so that's why we went and hung out there but I remember sitting there watching gremlins uh, too I, I got it again I just saw like I don't know maybe like half hour of it and then we started doing other things but uh, I love Gremlins. Uh, the kids love it. I got my grandsons into it, and they're all they're all about it. They'll sit there and watch uh, the whole movie. Um, Buster's the one that just really sits there and watches it. He's really into the when they become Gremlins. Daniel's all about Mogwais and Gizmo and all mm-hmm. that. But once they become green, scary things, Buster's all into it. I think that's probably why he loves um, Creature from the Black Lagoon. But yeah, Gremlins. We don't. We don't need to dive into what that one is. Right? Did you sit in the theater or did you? After. Yeah. Okay. We saw it actually that first day it came out. Um, because this came. I can't remember what came out first. It was either Ghostbusters or this one. It was right around the same time. Uh, and I remember we came out uh, in the summer. All right. This next one, I have. I've heard the title, but I've never ever seen this film. And this is Meet Me in St. Louis. Came out in. 1944, and this stars uh, Judy Garland, Margaret O'Brien, Mary Astor, Lucio Bremer, Leon Ames, Tom Drake, and a bunch of other people. I have no idea who they are. Young and young love and childish fears highlight a year in the life of a turn of the century family. All right, Mimi St. Louis tells a story of the year of St. Louis leading up to the World's Fair. But the budding trolley and romance of Judy Garland and her next boy next door almost falls apart when her father announces they're moving after Christmas, which leads Judy Garland singing 
Have yourself a merry little Christmas, which becomes one of our greatest, saddest Christmas carols. Garland is engaged at the Christmas Eve ball. Her father decides not to leave St. Louis after all, and everyone goes to the fair. I love Judy Garland. She'll always be Dorothy, but I never really got into a lot of her singing and dancing films. What the hell was I watching? And they were talking about Judy Garland and how just rough it was. Um, Because I think when during this time, during the film in Hollywood, they were, I think they were like really working her to death. But but here she, because she just was working, working, working so tired. um, They were like giving her drugs, like uppers or whatever. Here, take these. And then. I guess taking so much of those, it just led into to other things. But uh, it was a sad story. I, remember, I can't remember what the hell I was watching, but um, have you heard of this one? Uh, probably seen it in passing, but no, couldn't say for sure. Yeah, I couldn't either. Um, but uh, I'll check it out eventually. Right. All right. This next one. Uh, I need to watch it this season. I haven't watched it in a really long time. But this is uh, the 1990 Tim Burton uh, classic, Edward Scissorhands. Of course, Johnny Depp and the beautiful uh, Winona Ryder, Diane Yeast, uh, Farmer Ted, Anthony Michael Hall, and a bunch of other regulars that are all in Tim Burton's films. This one, it was cool. I really just seen it because Winona Ryder was in it, but I love Johnny Depp and uh, Tim Burton at this time. He he wasn't he was not every film was good, but I think this was at the at the good time of Tim Burton when when his movies were coming out. But I did like the story. It was really sad in the beginning, and it was really sad at the end. And is Edward Scissorhands still alive? Is he the one that uh, makes it snow uh, and wherever the suburbs <laughs> they were living? But I do like this film. I mean, it does take a place during during the holiday season and everything. But I didn't see this in the theater. I think I saw it once it came on uh, cable. Did you, did you see this one in the theater? Yes, I did. <laughs> Definitely, like you were saying, Burton movies at the time. Kind of uh, must-see events, really, uh, back then. So, yep. All right. Edward Scissorhands. I think it's streaming on one of these things. Um, this one I've never seen. And for some reason, I think you recommended it one, uh, one episode. This is a film that came out. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) This is a film, uh, that came out in 2005 and this is kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Did you recommend this one? Yeah, I did. And I never seen it. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., the great Val Kilmer, Michelle Monaghan, Corbin Burnson, and a bunch of other people in this one. Yeah, I highly recommend you checking this out. Uh, you may even end up doing, you know, it's an own episode for it, too. Um, I think you'd like it that much. But, yeah, this it relates exactly to Shane Black and Iron Man 3 because this is another uh, – Shane Black film. So. All right. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang features writer-director Shane Black's favorite thing, Christmas in Los Angeles. The movie begins with Robert Downey Jr. robbing a toy store for cash. All right, I'm in. This is on Showtime, so I'm going to watch this tonight. Yeah, watch it. Uh, really all the principal characters meet at a holiday party, and Michelle Monaghan spends half uh, of the movie wearing a velvet Santa. Man, people are trying to call me. Um... <laughs> Sorry, guys, I can't join you. I'm done recording an episode. Jeez, uh, get this out of the way. Oh, okay, I had to move it. Michelle uh, Monaghan spends half of the movie wearing a velvet Santa dress. Santa uh, himself never appears, but if you look up in the sky at the right time in this film, you might see a corpse hanging off of a billboard. Oh, jeez. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, I, I, I have no idea what this movie's about. I'm going to I'm have to check it out now. But um, let me see if I can get this off the screen. Oh, there we go. Uh, you still there? Yep. Oh, man, what happened? Is our recording still going? Because everything seemed to freeze. 
Uh-oh. Um, uh, okay, are you still there? Yep. All right. Well, I don't know what happened, but... <laughs> All right, this next one, I know it was up for Best Picture, and I, th- I believe this gentleman uh, won... Uh, Academy Award, or he was nominated, but this is the 1995 uh, film Babe. Is this the let's say the pig in the city one? Is it no? I think that was the second one. Uh, James Cromwell, I believe he was nominated for this. I never seen this film, and a bunch of other people. Oh, what's his name's in it? Hugo Weaving. I guess he's a voice. I, I, I don't know. But uh, did you see this one? I, I was never really interested in, in this film at all. Wait, which one? Babe, that pig. Oh, I mean, little. <laughs> I've never seen one minute of this film. Uh, Babe is a sweet film about an extraordinary sheep pig, but he also shows uh, the dark side of the holidays, namely that Christmas means carnage. Well, it does, because we were just talking about this earlier. We were talking about what are we going to have for Christmas dinner, and I love ham. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, maybe I'll check it out. It's kind of, or will just make me hungry for ham and bacon. I don't know. When Ferdinand the Duck learns about Christmas dinner, he knows about the animals on the farm. That means death. All right, I'm gonna have to check this film out, babe. The oblivious pig doesn't make any the the connection, even singing jingle bells to himself, even though the portly young pig that song is less of a Christmas carol and more of an enormous dinge. Sure, babe can herd sheep, but it's still easy to imagine Farmer Hoggett taking a bite of ham, smiling and murmuring, uh, "That'll do, pig." Okay, um, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but. Uh, I have to check this out and check this one out. <laughs> um, I you learn something new every day, everyone. I didn't know this was uh during the holiday season. All right, this uh, next one came out in 1942, and this is called Holiday Inn. Uh, at an inn which is open only on the holidays, a crooner and a hoofer vie for the affections of a beautiful up-and-coming performer. Uh, this stars uh, Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire, Margaret Reynolds, Virginia Dale, and a bunch of other people. Uh, I've never heard of this film. I don't think I've ever seen any uh, Bing Crosby films. I've seen Bing Crosby in some films and animated stuff. Fred Astaire. Was he the one that did Singing in the Rain? Yeah, White Christmas, too. Yeah, okay. I've never seen any of those. Have you seen this one? I haven't even heard of this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually have. <laughs> it's, you know, of that era. It's It feels as old as it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I know nothing of everyone, so let's keep this uh, party going. Uh, we're going to shoot to 1992 to another Tim Burton film, and this is Batman Returns. Uh, I saw this like right at the very end of the uh, its run in the theater, and uh, I mean I love Michelle Pfeiffer uh, first and foremost, but I already seen the first one. This was the second uh, film from Tim Burton. He only did the first two. After that, Joel Schumacher took over, and yeah, but <laughs> Batman Forever is an awesome film. Shout out to Val Kilmer. Uh, the, te- the detective Christmas moment in Tim Burton's Batman Returns comes when Christopher Walken's murderous businessman Max Shrek Sheik, whatever, introduces Gotham Santa Claus, delivers a patronizing speech as he hands out gifts. I just wish I could hand out more than expensive baubles. I wish I could hand out world peace and unconditional love wrapped in a big bow. Then the Penguins gang jumps out of a giant gift wrapped present and starts destroying the city's Christmas tree. All right, I remember all that. <laughs> but uh, Michelle Fiverr as Catwoman, yeah, she's to me, she's probably like my number three after Eartha Kit. Julie Newmar is always she'll she'll always be number one Catwoman. But um, I have not seen this film in a really long time. I think I like this one a little bit more than than the first one, than '89's uh, Batman. But yeah, it's set during the holidays. And Danny DeVito, awesome actor. Frank, 
He is not Oswald Cobblepot. He's the best penguin. No, he's not, man. He's, he's the best penguin. There's only one penguin, and that's Burgess Meredith, Mickey. Um, but what's his name was badass as the penguin. Can't wait for his TV show. Uh, what's his nuts? What's his name? The, the new penguin. Um, Colin Farrell. Yeah, him. But I need to rewatch that again. I haven't watched it in a while. But I need to start rewatching all my top ten movies and and, and put them in order. Right. Because like my my right now my ten is locked. I don't see anything coming, but I have a few. I need to go see Avatar. Everyone's telling me to see it. Will it make my list? I don't know. I need to go see it. So, but, ah, uh, Batman Returns. Which one did you like more, the first one or this one? Uh, probably the first one, but I do love Returns just as much. But if I had to pick, it'd probably be the first one. Yeah. All right. All right, moving on to 1994. Batman Returns was 94, too, wasn't it? I don't remember. Um, 1994s. I think this is the remake. Yeah, I don't remember which remake, but they remade it. Uh, Little Women uh, with my gal, Winona Ryder, beautiful Susan Sarandon, Kristen Dunst, Claire Danes, uh, Gabriel Bryan, I think that's his name. Uh, Batman, or they one of the Batman, Christian Bale, Eric Stoltz, and a bunch of other people in this film. Uh, directed by Gillian Armstrong. I've seen this movie once. I don't remember it at all. Uh, did you see this one? Uh, yeah, I did. You know, it's, oh, yeah, I mean, I probably need to revisit it, though, you know. I want to say Claire Danes was sick uh, for some reason. That right. uh, kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> that one kind of rings a bell in it. But uh, of course, we're known right. The only reason I watched it. But um, yeah, Little Women uh, has so much sig- has so much significant Christmas activity that it's almost an overt Christmas movie. Mister March comes back from the war to reunite with his family on Christmas. Beth temporarily recovers from her illness. Uh, Meg gets engaged, and they play Deck the Halls on a brand-new piano. Christmas presents and the best times of the March family before they grow up. Married, Christian Bale. Uh, oops, I won't read that for those of you that want to see it. Spoiler alert, so I won't read the rest. But, yeah, Batman's in this. All right, moving on. This is a film I've never, ever seen. had no desire to see it. This is 1989's Steel Magnolias. Uh, star Shirley MacLaine, uh, Olympa du- Dukakis, I think that's her name. Uh, Academy Award winner Sally Field, Academy Award winner Julia Roberts, uh, the legendary Dolly Parton, uh, Madison, uh, Daryl Hannah, Tom Skerritt, John Shepard, Dylan McDermott, and a bunch of other people. Never ever seen this film, have you? Uh, yeah, uh, I had a friend who interestingly was a big fan of this film for some reason. So, uh, I probably wouldn't have seen it otherwise, but, uh, yeah, he loved it and that's how he ended up seeing it. It was for some reason, one of his, uh, go-to films. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, to each his own, everyone. I, I'll probably eventually see it, but I think what keeps me away is Julia Roberts. Because if you listen to the show, you know how I feel about her. I think that's why he. It was one of his favorites. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on to 1965. Uh, the hills are alive with the sound of music. I seen this movie once. Like a few years ago, uh, one of my friends said, you haven't seen this? I said, no. He goes, hey, just check it out. So Renee goes, oh, let's watch it. This movie is awesome. I love this film. Uh, the great uh, Mary Poppins, Julie Andrews, she's the only Mary Poppins. Everyone else are perpetrators. Uh, Christopher Plummer, Eleanor Parker, Richard Hayden, uh, Heather something. I can't pronounce her last name. Uh, Spider-Man, Nicholas Hammond. He's the real Spider-Man. Everyone else, cosplayers. Um, Angela Cartwright, Penny from uh, Lost in Space, and a bunch of other people. All right. 
uh, Sound of Music. Have you seen this? Yeah. Um, me and Jade made a big event of it a few years back. We had the, the I think, DVD or Blu-ray or something and made a whole day of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to find something. Wait, that's the animated one. But Sound of Music, I, I love this film. Uh, first becomes associated with Christmas because it was on TV around Christmas so much, but a lot of the movie has elements of Christmas. First of all, singing, uh, there's deck, uh, decking of halls, although technically Maria decks out the children with uh, the halls, my favorite things, and sometimes uh, grouped among Christmas carols because this, yeah, it this is. is effectively a naughty list <laughs> uh, to uh, go along with a song is nice list. Camillity um, and the brown paper packages tied up with strings, a.k.a. Christmas presents, Leslie's Nazi soldier boyfriend, uh, Raffle or whatever, Raphael, I don't care. It could be either list. Could be on either list. Uh, ultimately, the Von Trapp family flees into Switzerland, which is uh, neutral, just like Santa himself. Yeah, I forgot there was Nazis and all that in this film, but um, the film was awesome. I, I really loved it. Um, I remember seeing, I knew about it, and I just never really caught my interest into seeing it until one of my buddies said, no, nah, man, you should watch it. So he let me borrow it and we checked it out. But All right, moving on. I've seen this movie once. Um, I didn't really care for it. I never saw the movies afterwards. But this is the 2005 The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, I love the book. I loved uh, the animated film that came out in, I think it was 70s or 80s. I can't remember. But uh, my elementary school, they did do the play. I remember enjoying that. But uh, the only one I remember in this is uh, Professor X. Um, what's his nuts? Um, the hell's his name? James McAvoy. He's the only one I remember in this film. Oh, and uh, what's her name? Tilda Swinton. She was a white witch. But uh, did you see all these films? I think there was a few of them. I did. Um, and yeah, I came up with the uh, Narnia books. And, you know, it was always uh, important to me, too. I remember just like you uh, school plays, things like that, based around uh, uh, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was always, you know, the big thing. So uh, I was excited when it came around. And, uh, you know, Jade was quite young when that film came out. But I remember going to see in the theaters with her. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember this or remember it at all. But, uh, man, I just told them that I cannot do it. Sorry, everyone. Uh, for those of you guys do listen to it, I was supposed to do another show. But um, as soon as I'm done with this, I need to jet. So I can't uh, be a part of them. Sorry, guys. Uh, all right. Moving on. Um, is this on Disney Plus? For some reason, I think I saw it there. What's that? The oh, yeah. yeah. I think I saw it on there. Yeah. Okay. Well. Who knows? Maybe I'll tackle it if I enjoy. It. I just saw it the one time in the theater and just didn't really care. <laughs> so, but who knows? All right, moving on to 1983. This is definitely uh, a holiday film because I think it happens during uh, Thanksgiving, then rolls into Christmas and New Year's. And this is uh, the 1983 film Trading Places. This movie is awesome and it's hilarious. I love this film. Uh, I saw it in the theater when it first came out, and I just I watch it all the time. Uh, did you see this one in the theater? Not the theater. Obviously, I've seen it since then, though. No. <laughs> uh, Eddie Murphy and the great Dan Aykroyd, uh, the beautiful Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Ralph Bellamy, Don uh, Manche, I think that's it, say his name, um, and a bunch of other people. What's his name? Uh, Denholm Elliott who plays Coleman. And all the other little ragtag uh, gang of crew that's in this film. <laughs> but um, the, my favorite part is when uh, Eddie Murphy's in jail and he's trying to talk to telling all these guys how he beat up all the cops and uh, those two uh, other black gentlemen that are in there. And 
And Eddie Murphy's telling them to be quiet, and one of them gets up. It ain't cool being no job turkey so close to Thanksgiving. <laughs> that, and then it rolls into Christmas, the, the scene when um, what's his nuts? Uh, Dan Aykroyd gets all hella faded because, uh, of course, trade places, Eddie Murphy trades places with um, Lewis Winthorpe, uh, Dan Aykroyd's character, and takes over his life and moves into his house and everything. And Dan Aykroyd is just uh, basically homeless, but he ends up shacking up with Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, character. But uh, he's trying to go. He goes to his uh, his old office's Christmas party dressed up as a rugged ass uh, homeless looking Santa. And that whole scene is hilarious. But the best part that I love of Dan Aykroyd is when he's on the train. Oh, was it the train or the bus? I can't remember. I think it was the bus. He's on the bus, hella faded. He opens up his jacket, his little Santa suit, and then pulls out this big old giant uh, side of a salmon and then just starts eating it on the bus and everyone's looking at him. But this movie's hilarious. If you guys haven't seen Trading Places, uh, get out there and see it. Um, all right, this next one, I did not like it the first time I saw it. It, it really has nothing to do with the holidays, but it happens during the holidays. And this is... The very last film from Stanley Kubrick, and this is his 1999 film, Eyes Wide Shut. Did you see this one? I did. Saw it in the theater, and yeah, I was a little less than impressed. (laughs) The first time I watched it, I was all juiced and hyped, but then I saw it, and I was like, what the hell's going on in this? And then once it it started doing its cable run and everything, I watched it. I said, well, maybe I just wasn't in the right mood for it. I watched it again and again and again. Now I I love this movie. This movie is amazing. Other than Tom Cruise and uh, uh, What's Her Nuts, um, Nicole Kidman and everyone else, some of the regulars from Stanley Kubrick's film make uh, cameos in this and everything, but this was a film... Other than the cinematography, if you if you love Stanley Kubrick and how he films his films, I just love what he does, especially with his camera work, with the dolly work when it's following, it's in front of you and behind. Uh, amazing, amazing. But then, you know, he gets into these little weird sex things because that thing in, towards the end with the, the the rich people and. I don't know if it was a cult or what the hell was going on in it, but man, it was nuts. Um, but I love this film. Eyes Wide Shut may be an unsettling journey through an erotic underworld fought with uh, psychodrama, but it's also uh, emphatically a Christmas movie. Um, there are all there are always holiday lights shining through windows and Christmas trees in the background, contrasting with the sleazier and sleazier destinations and Tom Cruise long, dark orgy filled night of the soul. And where uh, do he and Nicole resolve the differences at the end? Yeah, that was a little crazy at the very, very end, but um, yeah, this movie is not for everyone. It's really slow and it's just one of those ones you just got to sit through to get, to this one scene that everyone was talking about. And that scene was crazy. Uh, but uh, I love this film. I have not seen it in a really long time. I think I have it on Blu-ray. I know I have it on DVD. I'm going to have to rewatch this again. But uh, Eyes Wide Shut, everyone, if you want to check that one out. All right. Moving on. Uh, this, Of course, this is a, a classic uh, 80s holiday film. It happens on Christmas. Uh, well, it's before the holidays, and then the big event happens on Christmas in Russia. And this is Rocky IV, the film that came out in 1985. Of course, the great Sylvester Stallone, Tanya Shire, Burt Young, uh, Carl Weathers. What's his name? Mando? A grief cargo. Yeah. Uh, Brigitte Nielsen, Tony Burton, uh, the great Dolph Lundgren, and everyone else. And the late and great godfather of soul, James Brown. I'm living in America. Uh, I've seen all the Rocky movies up to this point. So I was like, we got to go see it because at this time in the eighties, America and Russia were really kind of going at it and we're going at it again. (laughs) But uh, I love this film. This is one of those movies I can throw on no matter what. Uh, I love if, if, if I'm 
channel surfing and I catch a part where it's at, I will sit there and, and watch this whole thing again because I love this film. Um, did you see this one in the theater? Not in the theater. Nope, but obviously I saw it later and, you know, I've seen all the <laughs> films, so. Yep. <laughs> all righty, that was Rocky. Dang, what happened? My internet went out. Uh oh. Careful. Okay, all right, all right. What the hell? All right. Ah, oh, here we go. We're back up. All right. Uh going to two thousand to uh, Academy Award winner Ben Affleck, uh John Frankenheimer film Reindeer Games. <laughs> I saw this movie once or twice. I didn't realize, well, I guess it was during the holidays. I just remember that uh, uh, Alec, or Alec, um, Ben Affleck, Gary Sinise, uh, Charlize Theron, and a bunch of other guys. Isaac Hayes is in this. And they go, and they're trying to rob uh, this Indian casino. And then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> but from what I remember, it, it was a cool little uh, shoot 'em up action type of uh, uh, crime drama. Did you see this one? I did, because I remember hearing the hype that it was one of the worst films of the year. And when this came out, that was always like an appealing thing to me. I don't know if you remember. Um, what was that John Travolta one? The sci-fi? Um, oh, Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth. I remember like that was that's reindeer games is of that era that I remember battlefield earth reindeer games. They talked about like, uh, you know, worst movies of the year and like so bad you have to see it. And I remember, uh, hearing that about uh, reindeer games. And then I remember seeing it and I was like, yeah, it's fine. Like I didn't, I didn't find it like that terrible at all. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't either. I, th- I thought it was cool. I mean, I watched it the one time. I think I rented it, and I liked it. I mean, I, th- I thought it was cool for what it was. I don't know what everyone wanted with this film. It was just a robbery heist film, and I, I enjoyed it. I have it on DVD. I've not seen this in a really long time. I have to, to check it out again. But um, all I remember is Charlize Theron kind of bared not all of it, but some of it. <laughs> So, but all right, moving on. Of course, this is definitely a holiday film. This is 1987's uh, Richard Donner action packed classic, Lethal Weapon. Academy Award winner Mel Gibson, Academy, I think he won Academy Award as well. Danny Glover, uh, Gary Busey, Mitch Ryan, the great Tom Atkins, and everybody else uh, that's in this film. Lethal Weapon, we need to go into what it is. Uh, Murtaugh, Riggs, he's the wolf of this shit. And man, this movie is amazing. Definitely check out the director's side as well if you missed that one. Uh, there's a few scenes that uh, they added to it. Um, mainly the one with that sniper. Cool. I can see why they cut it out, but there was a sniper and it was taking out kids. I don't think he shot anyone, but there was uh, that scene and Riggs had to go in there and and uh and handle business but i love this movie um oh this movie's uh an emotional one for me shout out to my brother d and uh his dad uh richard powell senior chubby uh darren's dad took us to see this he goes hey man let's go to the movies all right we're we gonna see lethal weapon I don't, I don't know what that is all right let's go so his dad took us to see this and i remember sitting there going man this movie's hella good couldn't wait for it to come out VHS. And uh, this is one that I always got to watch. And especially now after the passing of D, uh, I'm definitely going to watch it uh, this holiday season. Fuck. Oh, man. <sighs> I love you, D, man. Uh, it's been a rough year. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to check this film out. Did you see this one in the theater when it came out? No, not in the theater. After. <laughs> I think the only one I didn't see in the theater was the third one. Because uh, I saw one and two in a the theater. I think I saw part two with D t- again. I think it was just him and I. If I can remember right. And uh, Lethal Weapon 4, I remember seeing that with uh, uh, my brother. My brothers, uh, Daryl and Brian, when they came up here. 
We wouldn't see that one. But this uh, this movie is awesome. I, I loved it. Uh, shoot 'em up, uh, cop film, trying to catch the bad guys, uh, investigate a murder and everything that's going on, dealing with drugs and all that. And the great Tom Atkins, he's in it. He's badass and everything he's in. But leave the weapon. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely check this one out. All right. Here's their, I assume this is their number 25 film in the list. Um, Brian and I uh, covered it um, back quite a few episodes ago on the Action Returns. Uh, it was a fun episode uh, to let to, to do, so go back and find it on the Horror Returns. Uh, go to the horrorreturns.com and there's all the episodes are on there, and just search uh, one of the Action Returns. I couldn't tell you which one, but this is uh, uh, the 1985 Chuck Norris classic Invasion USA. Uh, a one-man army comes to the rescue of the United States when a spy attempts an invasion. This movie is just nuts, and it's Chuck Norris, man, especially in the 80s. Chuck Norris was one of the kings of the 80s in action films, and it's goofy and stupid, and it's Chuck Norris film, but... I love this movie. The, the Blu-ray is out of print. I'm kicking myself for not picking it up. But uh, did you see this one? I have. Um, yeah, I didn't see it early on, but later on I did. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris battles a Latin American gorilla attack, attacking Christmas shoppers in Invasion USA, a movie that could not be set anywhere else but in the state of Florida. Yes, it's a... Little, literally, 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 a war on Christmas, and because the filmmakers are allowed to shoot uh, at a mall that was being rebuilt, they really do blow the thing to bits. Also blown to bits, the terrorist leader who Norris kills with a handheld rocket launcher. Merry Christmas! <laughs> yeah, this movie is crazy. The part that I love the best. Um, what the hell was the bad guy's name? I think he passed uh, a few years ago. Um, Richard Lynch. He played a, a, Rus a Russian guy, uh, Rostov. He goes to go deal with some 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 drug dealer guy, and uh, this is all during the the Coke era of the eighties. And uh, he's talking to the drug dealer, and they're working out some deal, and he's gonna double cross him. But there's a girl in there. I assume the drug dealer is one of his many girlfriends. She's uh, snorting up the coke with a straw. And Rostov slams the back of her head down onto the table. And the straw shoots up her nose. She pops back. Blood comes out of her nose and kills her. I think he shoots her and then shoots that guy. And then there's a big old shootout. It's, it's just crazy. Um, the mall scene when the, they go in there and these terrorists try to blow it up with the I think it was a bombing up Christmas present. Chuck Norris comes hauling ass into his car, crashes into the mall. Things are blowing up. People are dying left and right. <laughs> it was crazy. I love it. And the war at the end in the streets of, I think it was Miami. Dude, there's like all these gorillas come out of nowhere. They storm the beach. And then uh, the U.S. military comes rolling in and everything just Fucking, it's just an all-out war. Uh, and I think, again, I think it's Miami. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I loved it. I have not seen this movie in a long time, but when me and Brian covered it, it <laughs> I, I forgot a lot of it, but it's it's nuts. It's just it's just Chuck Norris being him. And uh, I love the poster. He's standing there holding his two little Mac-10s. Oh, man, this movie is crazy. Yeah, I, I totally forgot that it took place uh, during Christmas, but all right. Uh, let me run through uh, this list again really quick. Uh, the Thin Man, You've Got Mail, The Apartment, Iron Man 3, L.A. Confidential, Three Days of the Condor, Die Hard, A Long Kiss Goodnight, Gremlins, Meet Me in St. Louis, Edward Scissorhands, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, uh, Babe, uh, Holiday Inn, Batman Returns, Little Women, Steel Magnolias, The Sound of Music, Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. Uh, training Places, Eyes Wide Shut, Rocky Four, Lethal Weapon, and Invasion USA. And that was Yard Barker's The 25 Best Christmas Movies That Aren't Technically Christmas Movies. I wouldn't call them the best, but there was some of uh, my favorites on this list. And there was some that i never seen or never even heard of. I definitely want to check out 
uh, some of these old old ones like Thin Man, uh, The Apartment, and that one you saw. Um, what the hell was it? Kiss uh, Kiss. No, okay. it was an older one. Um, oh, uh, the the one with Robert Redford. The uh, oh, the, the, con- the three Condor days. Yeah. Three days of the Condor. Yep. So, but. All right, everyone, that is it, uh, this episode, this Anchor episode. So there's plenty of stuff to listen here on Anchor. Uh, so listen to all of that. Uh, then go over to the regular Skater Nest Podcast Network, to the regular feed, and listen to the 12 Random Days of Christmas episodes that are on there, uh, Magnaz episodes, and all the past catalog of E-Society. Hopefully we can get on to uh, another one or two more anchors before the year is up. But, yeah, get ready for our best of episodes. We got to sit down, organize, and reorganize uh, our list. I, I don't know about the Zisu here, but I, I really need to go through all of mine. Yeah. Movies, TV, uh, Disney and Star Wars TV, regular TV, um Moment of the year, sports. We didn't do a sports one yet last year. I think we forgot. Um, I need to sit there. I have one. I, I think it'll probably be my number one. Um, albums. I don't even know what came out this year. I'm after. I know I've got a, a few good albums, but I, I need to check again. And I don't know whatever else we end up talking about. But uh, yeah, um, like and subscribe to our pages on Facebook. Uh, uh, of course, if you're listening to this, you're already subscribed to Anchor. Uh, go follow YouTube. Hopefully, we can do some more. Shoot on over to T Public. Pick up uh, E Society shirts, two designs, or a Magnez. Uh, follow us on Twitter, E Society Pod, Magnez Pod, Theo Zisu. Follow us on Instagram, E Society Podcast, um, The Zisu, Magnez Pod, um, at Blu ray Nez, at Blu ray Taylor. And follow E Society Pod on TikTok. And uh, everyone, that listens. I mean, thank you so much. And the people that do reach out to us, thank you. Um, if you want to, please do, though. Uh, go uh, rate and review us on um, Apple Podcasts. That helps us with this and that and gets our name out there a little more. Uh, shout out to Big Bry. He's always hooking us up and really posting and everything about all our shows that we do here on Anchor and over on the regular network. So, yeah, do all that. Holidays are still like a week away from Christmas. Yep. And, yeah, if you're still doing that shopping, you better get out there because the malls and everything were crazy yesterday. Uh, we did, we went out shopping Saturday, which was stupid, but oh, it was a madhouse everywhere we went. Mall, Costco, Walmart, Target, any anywhere we went. Except for Classic uh, Skateboard Shop in Reno, Nevada. Definitely check them out for all your skateboard needs. Um, but it was it, it was fun, though. I mean, I, I do like going out there, but I just ah, I just want to fight people. Um, nobody knows. Everyone forgets how to drive for some reason and forgets how to park. Because I remember walking through the parking lot. Because, of course, you get there late. you got to park way at the furthest spot away. When you're walking in, I just happen to look over and just see all the bad parking jobs. I'm like, ah. If I could, if I had the powers to pull everyone's cars out for parking wrong or parking too close. And the attitudes of, of this younger generation, uh, it's not all of you. Uh, I'm not I'm not hating on all of you, but damn. Uh, man, you guys are lucky you weren't like that. I wasn't around because back. Well, we didn't do all that, man. We, we were wild and crazy and everything, but I didn't never the disrespect of some of today's youth. I'm like, oh man, you guys are lucky. I'm old because I would have been fighting a lot of these fools yesterday. That's me, everyone. Uh, Shout out to Rachel. Uh, She's always uh, supporting us. Uh, Nothing but love to her and everybody else uh, that's on here. Of course, Brian, Mike, and everybody else. Uh, But yeah, we're going to, this ain't, this ain't the last show. We got more for you guys coming, but anyway, um, just be safe out there and uh, have a happy holiday. If you celebrate them, just spend your time with your family, hug your loved ones, uh, come back and listen to more. We love you. So until then, everyone be safe out there. 
and party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, Me Society. <laughs>